Bring her! Yeah. Yeah, here we are. That was, that was all fake. <laughs> but that's okay. I sold it. Uh, speaking of selling uh, real estate, hot dog, what a market to Tune be in. in. Yeah. Uh, the joys of real estate are innumerable and hard to comprehend. But that's not what this podcast is about. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so what, training, diet, diet. Uh, recovery. Oh, okay. Recovery. Thanks We're for recovering these, that moment. Yeah, yes, you're welcome. We're hitting these big markers of things that people really want to know about, are actually curious about, but not sure what to do, or informing them why we do them the way we do them inside of the Coyote Fitness family. So we are yeah. hitting an episode where we're talking about recovery that is, believe it or not, mm. unusually tricky. Unusually tricky. Especially, tricky. it's got an inverse relationship to the way that you eventually end up wanting to train inside the supportive community. Recovery is not thought about enough. Actually. I think that's a great point. So starting off, we're going to venture into a little bit of our acupuncture yes. conversation. Right. Well, the first thing we're going to do is take a five-minute pause for everyone to take a nap. Okay. We'll be back in five minutes. No, I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. So how do, how do we talk about recovery when people say, hey, man, you got to pay attention to recovery, and everybody looks at each other and like, yeah, man, for sure. Yeah. What, what do we actually mean by recovery? Um, I think, I mean, really what it boils down to is when you're working out, you're breaking your body down. And so you're not getting better. You're making yourself worse so that when you're not working out, your body's going to repair itself and make itself stronger so the next time it can handle uh, that stimulus a little bit better. And so that's why recovery is so crucial because that's when your body is repairing um, itself for, for to be able to go um, the next time and get stronger and you know burn fat and build muscle and all that type of stuff. So the recovery process is, um, is crucial to, to what you're doing um, if you want to make progress in health and fitness. And so it, it every, I think everybody knows that, but nobody really thinks about it or makes it a priority. And that's, that's why we say, I mean, a, a lot of times people can jumpstart, you know, their progress and, and really increase their um, their fitness in a really short amount of time just by starting to focus on recovery. And <clears throat> a lot of times the answer is not to do more work, it's to do less work or just do more recovery so that you can actually recover from what you're what you're doing. A lot of people have, you know, high high stress jobs. They are running around all the time. They got kids, they got a lot of stuff going on. And recovery it is just not ideal at all. And so being able to to start maybe putting a few of those pieces in place can have huge benefits on their health and fitness and just their, you know, health in general. And so, um, the, the first and foremost, the, the most important one is sleep. Sleep is when we are, are, um, repairing our body, uh, putting out growth hormone, you know, all this type of, all, all these processes that are, um, allowing our body to recover and build itself and get stronger are happening when we're sleeping. And we're, we won't go into like the deep uh, specifics of sleep and all the benefits of that. But let's just say like, and I've heard people say this before, if if you put all the benefits of a good night's sleep in a, in a pill and sold it, it would be, you know, the most successful, strongest, prominent pill in the world because there are so many incredible benefits that come from it. And most people just don't get enough sleep. You know, we, you know, one of the, um, 
daily points that you can get in the Beachbody Challenge is in bed for eight and a half hours with the thought that, it would, you know, we're giving you 30 minutes of time where you might need to fall asleep or wake up in the middle of the night or whatever so you can get eight hours of sleep. Um, eight hours of sleep is kind of us as <clears throat> a benchmark, and I know a lot of people will say, well, I just can't do that with my job and my life and my kids and whatever, and I understand that, you know, everybody's at a different point. But, you know, there's if you really do an audit of your day in your life, there's typically some time that you can cut out um, to add an extra hour of sleep. You know, it can be cutting cutting some Netflix time out at night. It can it can be looking at your phone. How much screen time are, are you spending a day? Most people are spending two, three, four hours a day on their phone. Cut one of those hours out a day. You know, making it a priority that you're going to get in bed at a certain time. And then that's typically what it is, is getting, getting, um, getting to bed a little bit earlier every night, not staying up quite so late, you know, um, making sleep a priority. Um, and then another, uh, another great way to do it is to take naps. Like we talked about earlier, you know, I'm a huge proponent of naps. It doesn't even have to be long, but a, a 10, 15, 20 minute power nap can really have a huge impact on, on your recovery um, and getting you getting, you know, that jump start uh, of getting ready for the next day, uh, getting ready for your next session just by laying down 15 or 20 minutes that can kind of help you uh, cut into that sleep deficit that you've accumulated over time. So sleep is the number one thing to look at for your re- recovery to start with. Um, if you're not getting, you know, enough sleep every single night, I wouldn't even mess around with any other other things like massage and float tanks and saunas and all that type of stuff has benefits, but they're not going to even compare to getting an extra hour, hour and a half, two hours of sleep a night would. That's a big statement, man. <coughs> because all all those things are things that people normally try first. They they seem like trendy to try. Yeah. And there are certain benefits, and we even support a lot of, a lot of those things. But if you're doing those things without doing this thing first, and another thing that you and I talk about a lot actually that sneaks in there is uh, this is one of those stealthy ways that alcohol can sabotage you because you may have a beer or two glasses of wine or or some whiskey and then you're like well i was in bed for eight hours but the quality of sleep after alcohol is much poorer yeah than if you were to abstain so when you're sleeping you want to get in that in that deep sleep and you know there's apps that can trap that track that state but typically a one cycle of sleep is about an hour and a half and it takes you know, about five, you really want to try to get about five cycles of sleep every night. And, uh, alcohol keeps you from getting into that deep sleep, uh, part of the cycle. Um, and you can track that. Like if your app, like people will look on their whoop and it'll tell them how much deep sleep they got each night. And if they have alcohol, they don't really get into it. And I mean, even if you have one glass of, of alcohol, it's really cutting into, how much deep sleep you're getting, you can really think about it. It's not restorative sleep. It's just really be, literally being, you know, passed out is what it is. It's not restore. You're, you're, you're not conscious, but you're not restoring. You're just not conscious. So that's basically what's happening. And then the other thing is, say you have a glass of alcohol before you go to sleep. Well, your body's going to metabolize that alcohol in the middle of the night and it metabolizes alcohol as sugar. So all of a sudden you're going to get this, this, in, uh, spike of, uh, energy and in the middle of the night and typically you're going to wake up because of that and then you're going to have to fall back asleep yeah 
So, I mean, you know, every, everybody that is uh, involved with having a glass of something in the evenings, or we're not trying to just throw a wet blanket over that, but just letting people know that, hey, if you're doing that frequently, then you're frequently compromising the type of rest that you're getting. Yep. Uh, also to say these trackers that a lot of people use for a little while and then don't use when it focuses on steps or calorie burn or that sort of stuff. We're not real wild about that just because of those metrics and they can be thrown off. But the sleep part of these things has become really, really intelligent and probably worth the investment at an entry level anyway. Yeah, I, I mean, I think being able to to track that is is good. and you But you don't have to do that to be able to determine um, track when you go to bed and get up. And one of the biggest things you can do to help your sleep <clears throat> is go to bed at the same time every night and get up at the same time every night. We're all creatures of habit, and our bodies are going to adapt to to routine. And if you can go to bed at the same time every night and wake up at the same time every day, your body's going to get in the habit of that, and then it's going to start falling asleep faster. A lot of times, people have trouble falling asleep because, say, they you know on Friday, Saturday night, they stay up three hours later than they normally do, and then their body's out of whack and it can't get back into the routine of falling asleep early. So then they have trouble falling asleep Sunday night, and then they have trouble falling asleep Monday night. And then it's not till Tuesday or Wednesday where they are able to go get, you know, asleep at a decent hour and maybe Thursday. And then Friday they're back to staying up late again. It's this vicious cycle where they're not getting a good night's sleep, but two or three nights a week. And so just falling asleep at the same, going to bed at the same time every night can, can really help you with that. There's a lot of other ways to help you fall asleep. Um, Screens really um, mess up your uh, circadian rhythm and keep you from, being able, to, being able to fall asleep and get in that deep sleep, deep deep REM cycle quickly. <clears throat> so cutting screens out before bed, at least 30 minutes, maybe an hour. I would say don't even look at your phone when you're in bed. Um, trying not to watch TV, um, you know, close to bedtime, maybe trying to read instead. Trying to make your bed a place where all you do is sleep. You know, it's not something where you just kind of hang out um and do a lot of stuff in 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 bed try to do that like in the living room and then once you get in bed get in sleep your you want to teach your body that bed is where you sleep and if you can do that um that's going to help you fall asleep a lot faster you know trying to make it as dark as possible and as cool as possible blackout sheets you know like uh, a chili pad is um, Tim Ferriss in his book (laughs) tools for titans that was the number one recommend he interviewed all these incredibly successful people and the number one recommended thing they all said was the most life-changing thing, thing that they used was the chili pad because it kept them cooler and helped them sleep a lot better. So, you know, there, there's a lot of cheaper versions of that than the chili pad at this point. Um, or you can just try to keep it cool, you know, try to fi- find a, you know, a lot of times people don't realize how cool they actually need to be to be able to get a good night's sleep. So there's a lot of ways you can try to help yourself get good quality sleep, but when you do start getting good quality of sleep, most people will will say they didn't realize how tired they were or how much lacking their sleep was until they actually started getting enough sleep and they are started waking up feeling refreshed and energized. That's a good way to tell if you're getting enough sleep. Are you waking up groggy and tired and sluggish or are you waking up fresh and ready for the day? Yeah, it's interesting as you're talking about it. My mind goes a lot to the same a lot of the same places as a man didn't get enough sleep last night. Uh, it goes to a lot of the same places as diet. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many things that are habitual 
about our sleep rituals. And I'll tell you something that happens to most people is they develop unhealthy sleeping habits through their college years or their early years of being parents, and they just never let those things go. Uh, they stay in those patterns and their rituals that come into play in the evening. A lot of what you're talking about is replacing those rituals. So sleep will be number one. It's not something that people think about uh, a lot because it's uh, not an activity, you know, and it's nothing you can Instagram about your sleep, really. But yeah, yeah. Sleep is a, uh, a huge, <clears throat> I mean, it's the most important thing. So after that, you know, to me, mobility would be the second one. And we talked about uh, being more flexible and mo- more mobile is going to help you train better and use the right muscles, but it's also going to help you recover because when you when you exercise, you kind of tighten, <clears throat> your muscles tighten up to protect yourself and being able to loosen those things up um, by stretching them back out. And that starts with uh, the cool down stretch, um, not skipping that and stretching your muscles back out, helping blood flow get back into those muscles. And then doing extra mobility um, is going to be a game changer for a lot of people. Even just spending an extra five minutes at home at night, just maybe get on a cross ball, working on the, the spots that we work on in class that, that are sore for you. Maybe doing, you know, sitting in the bottom of the squat for a little bit, just kind of loosening up the joints, making sure everything's loose and not tight. Um, it's going to help your body recover, get blood flow to those muscles so they recover um, and are able to uh, – to go better the next day you'll notice if you start doing a little bit extra mobility every day that your soreness is going to go down drastically and that's always a good sign that you're getting enough recovery is that your soreness levels are going down even though you're working out the same you're not quite as sore because your body is recovering when you're sore you're just your body hasn't recovered yet from from what it did before so adding in extra mobility starting with you know not skipping the mobility that we do in class not skipping the cool down stretch and then also spending a little extra time on those trouble areas that you have you know working on those areas an extra five ten minutes a day can can be huge you know getting up if you sit at a desk all day getting up every hour every couple hours and moving around and just stretching for five minutes can really really help with that we just want blood flow you know blood flow is going to Getting that blood flowing is going to help your body recover faster. And so um, anything that you can do to promote that is going to be good, and that starts with mobility. Here's where I see a lot of people make some really expensive mistakes because we believe that mobility means we have to pay someone else to make us mobile. But if you think about how low the barrier to entry is here, you've got stretching stuff going on on YouTube that's there for free. You've got a lacrosse ball, a green band, and a PVC pipe at your house. Mm -hmm. Often I think when I'm going through that mobility stuff before the workout, why did I not do this yesterday? I mean, I have a PVC pipe at my house. I've got a green band. Why do I only touch these things when I'm in the gym? So it's not that you have to spend $150 on an hour-long sports massage or deep tissue. There, There are reasons to do those things, okay? But I think a lot of people just sit on go because they think, well, if I'm going to work on my mobility, it's going to have to be to that level. I've got to buy a very expensive Theragun or I've got to go see somebody. Again, all those tools are very useful. But if you're someone that's doing nothing, you could spend about 15 bucks and be ready to go. Yeah, uh, just just sitting at home when you're watching TV and commercial comes on, <clears throat> stretch during the commercial and then get back to, to the couch after that. Um, going on Mobility Wad on YouTube, you know, I always preach this. It's free. Search Mobility Wad, start on day one and work through through those that are 10 minutes a day, 10 minutes of mobility a day. And he's also teaching you why you're doing what you're doing and what muscles you're working on, that type of stuff. 
Ramad's another one that a lot of people like to do. I like to do more soft tissue work than just the stretching. <clears throat> I feel like the soft tissue work has a lot more benefits, but just even if you're just stretching every day, that's going to be great as well. Um, just doing what we do in class again. You know, that's another one. You know, the stuff we do in class is um, working on the areas that we know most people need to work on um, and our problem areas for people because of all the sitting they do. So just doing um, the same stretching you did at um, – at, at the at, at the gym, you know, in the five minutes of mobility before class, do that again at night before bed, you know, stretching, doing mobility before bed, getting blood flow to those muscles can really help with that. So stretching mobility would be number two. Um, and then there's a lot of other, you know, tools that you can, you can throw in there <clears throat> if you've got those um, lined up, um, which can really be beneficial. You know, the sauna is, is tremendous. There's a lot of health benefits and there's a lot of benefits for recovery as well by getting in the sauna um, 20 to 30 minutes post-workout is what I recommend most people. Um, it You'll notice that you'll start sleeping better. Your your soreness will go down. You'll start feeling better. Um, you'll, you'll, it's going to help with your sickness, not getting sick as much. You know, there's a lot of benefits for that. So if you have access to a sauna, um, we have one in Madison location. I'd love to have one at all our locations eventually. Um, or you can, you know, some people have them at their home, you know, look at what these, you know, successful, famous athletes are doing. Typically they're doing onto something, you know, Matt Frazier and Rich Fronin, they all have them at their home. So getting in the sauna, um, you know, on a consistent basis, um, as often as you can for 20 to 30 minutes. Um, and you want the, um, not the infrared sauna, you want the regular, you know, uh, sauna. And then, um, so that's another one. Uh, you, you mentioned massage. That's great. You know, I'll, I joke around and say if I was <clears throat> super wealthy, one of the first things I'd spend money on is getting a massage every day. I think, you know, Tom Brady has a, a full-time masseuse that follows him around everywhere. He gets a massage every day. You know, that type of stuff can really, you know, just help keep you healthy, keep your muscles um, flushing uh, stuff out, keep it from getting junky, you know, keep you healthy, keep, him, keep stuff moving. So um, getting massage can can be another really good benefit. I've done float tank before. That was really, really great for, for me. That's basically where you get in a sleep, uh, I mean, a, a sense deprivation chamber. You're kind of just floating in this body temperature uh, water that's full, filled with salt. So you just kind of float and all the lights are off and it's pitch black. And it's kind of weird at first and you just float there for like an hour. But then you get out and you feel so much more relaxed and you sleep a lot better um for three or four days afterwards and you do that consistently it really starts to stack on top of each other another one is breathing breathing exercises uh that can really help you learn how to use your lungs and engage and breathe deeper you know you can just start with doing box breathing you know five second inhale five second hold five second exhale five second hold you can play around with the different um second links but that just keep them all the same that's why it's called box breathing five you know five 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 um wim hof is another really good method it's a lot more advanced and you probably would either need to watch a lot of videos on that or kind of go to a seminar or something on that which i'm not even close to an expert on wim hof breathing but i know a lot of people have had a lot of benefits with that um just learning how to take deep breaths and use your diaphragm can can be really beneficial and getting you know oxygen in and to to you know throughout your whole body is going to help with with breathing and 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 recovery so those are those are some other tools there's a lot of other ones you know acupuncture um 
Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You mentioned that. Um, you know, when one thing I used to do a lot in college when I was playing baseball was contrast um, baths and showers. So, like, you would do like a one minute hot, one minute cold, one minute hot, one minute cold, one minute hot, one minute cold, back and forth like that. It just really stim- stimulates and gets the blood flowing. And then after that, you just feel incredibly relaxed and tired after that, and you sleep really well. Um, I ice baths can help i'm not a huge fan of those i've done them a lot and they didn't really i didn't really see a whole lot of benefit from that cryo it's the same thing i didn't really see any benefit with that i did see a lot of benefit with the uh with the contrast all this stuff is a lot more advanced like like i said don't do that if unless you are already got your sleep on point you already got your um you know diet's another one um that's really important with recovery as well if you if you don't have your sleep and your diet and getting enough water um, and getting mobility work in, don't even mess around with this other stuff. But you, you start getting this stuff dialed in as well, it's going to start adding up and, and making a big benefit as well. So I've got all that stuff's really helpful for me to be able to tier, like, where to start. And I, I think we're really doing a good job through this series of saying start here, then go there. Uh, but one thing we haven't mentioned I'm really curious about, if I could get your answer to, mm-hmm. and that's active recovery. Yeah. Uh, even if you're in the box, you know, a, a lot of days throughout the week, six days, five days, um, we have a tendency, I have a tendency to be very active at the gym, not very active outside of the gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there a way to use active recovery at home, but also if you're like involved with a partner wide, could you use that as active recovery? Yeah. I'll use, <clears throat> I'll use probably, so if I go six days a week, at least one day, if not two, I'll kind of really ramp back on the intensity and just kind of go do, do the workout, got a nice steady pace. 80% effort, not really pushing myself super hard, um, <clears throat> just trying to get blood flow and m- going through full ranges of motion and that type of thing. Yeah, that's tremendous. Like I said, blood flow. It's getting blood, getting the blood moving, getting a sweat going, makes yourself feel better. That type of thing can really help. And, you know, like on Sunday on your rest day, getting out and being active for 30 minutes. That's that's one of our other points in the beach body is an hour, uh, 30 minutes of easy activity on your rest day so that can be cutting the grass it can be taking the dogs for a walk and be going for a nice easy bike ride nothing that's going to get you out of breath you can hold a conversation at just getting blood flow and yeah active recovery can also just be riding the bike for 30 minutes at the gym just nice and easy just getting the blood flow it's going to make you feel better anything that makes you feel like uh energized after you're done with it i would consider that active recovery um and yeah there's a lot of benefits for that as well Cool. So just putting that in your mind uh, that I need to pay attention to what's happening between workouts and what I'm doing to help or to hurt myself in that, you know, uh, all these different methods, but making sure that recovery is a part of something that you're thinking about as, as your fitness journey and not just accidentally going from one high output to the other. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And it, I mean, you start, <clears throat> start getting this in check and if you're already got your training in check and then you're your diet and check this can just really ramp up your performance to the next level your health and fitness and your weight loss and all that stuff to the next level and you start putting all these pieces in place that when you start doing that that's when stuff can start changing really really fast and and you you, you'd be amazed at how much progress you can make in a short amount of time when you start putting all the pieces in place like that awesome good discussion speaking of recovery we're headed into outside the box yeah what and I see the look on your face, Chase. 
what do we need to recover from? You guys need to recover from that sloppy effort of your Olympic basketball teams with this episode because you didn't mention Bo Jackson. I'm going to call back to that for probably the next six months. How do you leave that guy off the list? When I do something right, you're going to know about it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bold so, prediction, you will forget to ever mention Bo Jackson and being right ever again. Yeah, probably. So we have another challenge in front of us today, one in which our listeners could be equally involved to try to figure out who they would pick. I would be very curious to hear people's answers to this one. Yeah. Uh, I, I am proud of my list. I also feel like I'm cheating a little bit with one of my characters, uh, people, yada, yada. Uh, oh, characters, a little bit of a teaser. Mm. Uh, all right, here's here's the prompt. All right, you're on the Mars colonization expedition. All right, Elon's not going, I guess, unless you break him, but he's sending us out. We're the voyage, okay? You can bring three fictional scientists from any movie or TV show. All right, who are you bringing? Oh, man. All right. So just for a little bit of clarity, because yes. people get really emotionally involved in this kind of stuff. Yes. It cannot be a movie that portrays an actual scientist. Correct. You, can't, uh, you can't do, I don't know, Quentin Tarantino's version of Einstein. None right. Of that, none yeah, of that's like happening. This, you get, they have to be not real people. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. That, that makes this a little more challenging. Good. A, yeah. So who's going first? It can't be me. I can go first. If okay. You right. Lead us off. All right. <clears throat> I'll, I'll go off with uh, my favorite pick, all right, because I'm almost certain none of you picked this person, all right? Okay. And that is Dr. Robert Neville, Will Smith from I Am Legend. <laughs> Thought about it, but didn't. Shoot. Yep. That's all right. I picked him, so therefore <laughs> I win. Uh, show me someone more willing to just stay alive, and I'll say incorrect. <laughs> it's Robert Neville, Will Smith from I Am Legend. Uh, you know what? That dude is willing to do hard things, whether it's strangling his dog or, you know, something darker. Uh, the dude uh, discovered the cure to an entire pandemic. All right. Incredible. All right. A smart dude, military training, uh, survivability, all that stuff emotionally, eventually emotionally available and willing to talk to you, right? Great movie. If you hadn't seen it in a while, go watch it. <laughs> Quick I recommend. I feel like you have a little crush on this guy. <laughs> I mean, I loved Will Smith already because Fresh Prince. He's easy to like. But then this happens, I'm yeah. like, wow, yeah. what a man. Okay. Uh, number two, uh, this is this is an underrated pick, I think. Uh, I don't think if you're over the age of let's say like 24 you're probably not thinking about this uh as an option but it's you guys uh, you guys rick and morty fans mm. no. no i did not think so yeah someone out there is and someone's <laughs> gonna be really proud of me for picking for rick it. sanchez okay from rick and morty the dude invents instant teleportation devices he's created human life uh he has time traveled He's, those are just the three things off the top of my head. If you wanted to, I could bring up a list and just list everything. Mm. But the dude just whips up in, inventions in the middle of episodes uh, willy-nilly. All right? It's insane. He's incredibly smart. I know he's a drunk. He's an alcoholic. But we can you, pass all that stuff. You can work with him. It keeps things spicy. All right? And nothing else, you're going to have a fun time while you're up there. Uh, speaking of fun times, uh, you guys ever watched uh, or read Watchmen? 
No. No. Gosh, y'all are freaking lame. <laughs> Can uh, we go back to the NFL? What is this segment? <laughs> uh, all right. So for those of you that don't know and haven't seen or watched uh, or read or watched Watchmen, there is a, a nuclear physicist turned superhero named Dr. Manhattan. Uh, so what happened was this scientist, um, or I guess, yeah, scientist, uh, was caught up in uh, essentially like a super in focus radiation machine uh, while experimenting. So he be- and dematerialized and rematerialized as this being known as Doctor Man- Manhattan. Now, I feel like I'm cheating with this uh, pick a little bit, but I feel like I should read off uh, Doctor Manhattan's uh, powers for you real quick. Is that okay. okay? Sure. Yeah. All right. Let me pull them up. Because they're worth hearing. Makes a great cocktail, apparently. But other than that. Yeah. Uh, let's just see. Uh, Biofission, able to split and replicate himself. Dimensional travel, electrokinesis, elemental control, enhanced intellect, enhanced senses. Uh, let's see. Invulnerability, molecular reconstruction, uh, photokinesis, uh, power distribution, radiation production, reality alteration. This dude can do it all. Mm. You know what? Mm-hmm. If you die, he can just say, no, you didn't. And then he, here you are. All right. Congratulations. No, you didn't. He's taken people to Mars before. He can create uh, like an oxygen bubble around you, essentially, just with will. All right. Because mm. he can, you know, construct molecules and stuff like that. I've, I'm going to feel pretty safe going yeah. to Mars. The other two can just probably sit in, back in a chair and talk with me while he does all the work. Here's how this works. I feel like this, okay. this particularly on your list. Yeah, Yeah. It's like. You invite me to go to dinner, and I'm excited about it. And then suddenly there's another guy with you when I show up, and I'm kind of pissed. Like, I said I was going to dinner with Chase. But then by the end of dinner, I'm like, man, I'm so glad Chase brought that guy. That's how that works. I don't know who he is, but then he does something like that, and I'm like, good thing you brought him. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, Chase. (laughs) Thanks, Chase. (laughs) All right, that's my list. Try and beat it. All right. Bo Jackson. (laughs) I'll go. Uh, I'm going to start with uh, seemed like a no-brainer to me. Uh, Dr. Mark Watney from The Martian. Oh, I, yeah. I, I felt a little a little. It's right kind of like there. cheating. It feels like yeah. cheating, but we'll give it to you. Hey, yeah. that, I mean, it's um, I did almost pick him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Matt Damon in the – he actually has already been to Mar, uh, Mars, so uh, and he botanist. lived there. Yeah, yeah. botanist. Botanist, mechanical, mechanical engineer, and astronaut. Wow. So that's going to be my first one. My next one is going to be uh, Tony Stark from uh, I <laughs> Iron Man. Yeah. I mean, how could you not pick I Tony Stark? I thought about right? him, but I, don't, I think his personality would piss me off too much. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I like him, but I don't also. Well, hmm. yeah. And that over a long period of time I'm at, at Mars. Yeah, once Mars. you're already surviving. Yeah, it's like, think okay, long-term. thanks. That's enough. Yeah. And then, uh, hold on. I had had my uh, my third one's name here in front of me. Hold on one second. I'm stalling, I'm stalling, I'm stalling. Did you I'm know stalling. who it was before you found it? Yes, yeah. no, oh, yes, okay. yes. Hold on. <laughs> We're on Mars. We have plenty of time to stall. <laughs> I didn't think we'd have to do that that long. Okay, so uh, Dr. Wayne <laughs> Brady. Selinsky. <laughs> From Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wild, yes. wild, wild card. Yes. <laughs> a dude willing to rescue the situation. Yes, right. A problem solver extraordinaire. <laughs> he shrunk his kids and then got them back to normal size. I, f- I feel like he could come up with just about anything. Hunter, I am thoroughly shocked that you didn't pick Doc Brown. 
from Back to the Future. Yeah, I, I, I think that'd be a good one. So send, just send us back in time. Yeah. Newsflash, a- he's on my list. Oh, fantastic. Yes. Starting number one? Yes. So that's my three, yeah. He's on my list. By the way, this, uh, this Honey, I Shrunk the Kids actually started my love affair with Little Debbie. Uh, there's a huge oatmeal cream pie in the yard yeah, that they yeah. stumble upon. Yeah. They yeah. Used to be oh, that, so we were watched it not too long ago. It's, it's just kind of gross. <laughs> like just the visuals. Is Says like, you. Yeah. The, uh, the oatmeal cream pie is gross. Looking. <laughs> I don't know. Unless you love them. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't right, want to so see them that close. Solid list. Okay. I have a question. So I've already gone out there with uh, Dr. Emmett Brown, Back to the Future. Yep. No. Where if it's like, oh, we have made a drastic mistake, we forgot the pliers. We have to go back. He can send us back. We get the pliers. We come back. Or we choose to not make that mistake again of going to Mars. Plus, wildly entertaining. Yes. I mean, the guy's just wildly entertaining. Or if we just get to Mars and you're like, ah, oh, this place kind of sucks, send us back about. 200 years and we don't we'll die before we ever got to that yeah exactly exactly and just his sense of astonishment (coughs) over very average things i need a person like that in my life yeah great scott i need a person who does that when i say something very average that i think is really smart i need (laughs) he's got your back yeah yeah he's gonna help us with his scientific knowledge but also he's gonna keep my ego inflated which we're definitely going to need we don't want to depress ben on mars Word. Yeah, that would be dangerous. Okay, honest question. Would you consider Indiana Jones a scientist? Yes. You would. Is he a professor okay. or a scientist? He, uh, he's an archaeologist. Does, oh, I mean, yeah. Is that his title, archaeologist? I count him. Yeah, he's an archaeologist. So he that matches counts. that, that definition. He goes to the lab with the dust and dirt. Okay, yeah. So I'm going to pick Indiana Jones because who would not want to spend a lot of time with Indiana Jones? You're going very personality-based on this list. Yeah, but he also has a... Okay, let me prove myself. Okay. If somebody's got to venture outside the wire on Mars, yeah, yeah, and you know it's not going to be you, I'm not doing that. Yeah, yeah. Who am I going to send? Indiana Jones, because he's going to make it back. Hmm. He's going to handle whatever needs to be handled out there, and he's going to do it in a dapper fashion. Yeah, nope. right. Nope. Okay, so uh, our egos may compete, but I'm going to send Indiana Jones. Interesting, you're willing to put up with Indiana Jones, but not Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah, okay. they're they're different kind of people. All righty. Yeah, I could prove that as well. All right, so the last one, I'm going to pick Scully from the X-Files. That was on many lists of uh, top ten smartest scientists and yada, yada, yada. Yes, so I'm old enough to have lived through the X-Files. I'm just just concerned. I have high enough anxiety about running into something that we don't know about Mm -hmm. that I want somebody that can keep a level head during all of that, you know? And uh, also the role that she played in, in calming people down on the story. So um, I think I think I'm going to have, although it's be very dangerous if there's she's the only female there. That that could be problematic. She's going to get yeah yeah. But I feel like she could hold her own. So yeah, gonna, surely right. I think so. Yeah, I mean, so back in the '90s, if you're a scientist, it's kind of a boys' league. Yeah. So she's she's been holding her own for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She, I think just like her profile on the show shows. I would like to have her not at just in like alien situations. Yeah, yeah. But she keeps a pretty level head. Word. So you feel good about that list? Yeah, I feel great about it. It's going to go underappreciated with you two goons, but uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's more smart than you know. Smarter. Yeah, that's the story of your life. <laughs> I'm smarter than you'll ever know. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of smarter than you know, we should let Hunter give a recommend here. So <laughs> I, I got a recommend. This is a throwback to a, a TV show I watched many moons ago. 
See that, what he did there. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> wow. And y'all are catching on to my smartness That's now. right. Yeah, <laughs> smarter than you know. That's uh, going to be my podcast, by the way. <laughs> smarter than you know. Oh. <laughs> so uh, this is a show I watched a long time ago when it came out, and then uh, so my wife hadn't seen it, and I kept bringing it up as a possibility, and she's just like, no, nah, I, I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it. So finally I was like, well, let's just watch the first episode. And if you don't like it, then we won't watch it. And now we're like um, episode nine or ten of the first season. She just loves it already. And she's Johnny Quest. talking about it at work. No, no, no. <laughs> no. It's Friday Night Lights. Um, oh, such a winner. It's a God, it's such a good show. And uh, at first she was kind of like, this show is really low production value. And it's kind of grainy. I was like, that's the point. That's what they're they're going for, like the shaky camera and the cat, you know, the mm-hmm. dialogue was is they kind of. It, they kind of had an outline of how they're supposed to say things, and they just kind of did it how they thought their character would talk. So it's a lot more realistic, but um, like acting, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But uh, but it and it it launched you know it launched a, a pretty decent amount of actors' careers. Mm. Um, so, anyways, um, full it's disclosure, a great, mo- um, great movie. Yeah, full disclosure. Sometimes I play that theme song just to feel better about life. Wait, what was first, the series or the movie? <laughs> Uh, the, the movie. movie was first. The movie was oh, really? first because okay, then yeah. the, the series came out. Everybody's like, "Well, we already saw the movie." And then very different it, it head coaches. The movie's so. older than I thought. It yeah, was. very old. Isn't very it? different head coaches though. Like, yeah. don't mix those two things yeah, up. It was Friday a lot Night Lights. The show is way better. And then it gets, I liked Billy Bob Thornton though. I'm telling you, all right, all right. Yeah, it was man. It, it's just a really good show, and it's really entertaining. It sucks you in really fast, and the characters are really good. <clears throat> Some of the best characters ever on TV, in my opinion. Um, and you can just streaming on netflix and once you get started on it you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to stop so um anyways i would recommend friday night lights to anybody i think it's a good show that just about anybody would would like no matter what the age speaking of football this spawned this went way way deep in my subconscious there you go on this recommend you ought to go back and watch the longest yard with adam sandler uh Oh, yeah, I really we're, wanted to hear Hunter's opinion. So we're going, fo- we're going football. It's like all football recommend. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. I, mean, I can't do that. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. not peak Sandler, but it's fun. It's just yeah. different. You got Nelly, you got Michael Irvin, all these fun people. You know, it's a, it's. I think it's an underrated movie. Love this guy or hate this guy. That's how I feel about Adam Sandler. Like, I feel like he's universally respected, though. Yes. Kind of like Jim Carrey, like not everybody loves Ace Ventura, but you at least you know admit that he's good at what he does. Yeah, that's a good point. So on that, the Adam Sandler, Jim Carrey, Robin Williams kind of yes. scale. You know, I'm going to trend towards Robin Williams and Jim, Jim Carrey away from Adam Sandler. Yeah. Even still, though, I'm not going to turn off SNL when he's on it. You right. know, you know what I mean. Did like, you like Waterboy and Happy Gilmore? Uh, not as much as the <laughs> SNL stuff. Jeez, but please. but. I did quote it all the time because okay, okay. who wasn't quoting it all yeah. the time, right? Yeah, yeah. So so I'm going to shift away from football a little bit from my recommends. And I think we may have recommended this on a previous episode. In fact, I'm pr- pretty sure that I did. But I've re-listened to it. Okay. And I want to come back around to Matthew McConaughey's book, Green Lights. I can't. Maybe you have recommended it. I mean. But, I mean, yeah, it's, it, it's Matthew it, McConaughey. It's worth a double recommend. So you can take the deep dive and, like, listen to why he wrote it and all all those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. But it is just incredibly entertaining. You're talking about a five, a little bit over five-hour listen on yeah. Audible. Yeah. And, and I would recommend, even if you just get Audible for a month, don't read this first. Listen to it first because this guy knows how to tell a story. Yes, he does. And I think that that is an art that's disappearing 
in our culture, unfortunately, just a monologue storyteller, mm-hmm. and he knows how to do it. And I think it also introduces like really smart things into your life uh, with brevity. I mean, it, like mm-hmm. you, he gets really serious, and then he, you know, bumper sticker, and, he, and then boom, you're on to something like that. And so uh, you're welcome. Uh, I think it's it's worth even if I am double recommending it, it's worth mentioning it today. Well said. Thank you. He played football, I think. So I mean, probably football. he's he's into he no, loves he football. He loves the Texas, Texas Longhorns. Yeah, he well. loves football. Okay. So yeah. there, we connected it. Way to go! All right, let's stop there. All right, see you later. This train, stop this train. Yes. smooth sounds.